The church of Jesus Christ is torn up all over the injustices of this world. But we grieve very differently than the world does because we have different goals than the world has. The world and groups such as Black Lives Matter have a fundamental goal of changing power structures concerning certain groups, while the church of Jesus Christ is concerned with rejoicing with all heaven as God changes the hearts of the people he has chosen with his everlasting gospel. You see, only God can remove hearts of stone and replace them with pliable hearts of flesh. The worship of the church is the glory of God. And in light of this, the work of the church is making disciples of all the ethnicities of the world. Many people are seemingly on cruise control concerning the recent events in our world. But are we headed in the right direction? Join us as we take this time to stop and think about it. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. What were you thinking? I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Don't say anything now. Just think about it. You're listening to Stop and Think About It, a podcast for the Christian thinker. In a day when sound biblical preaching has been replaced by man-centered entertainment and the church has become increasingly anti-intellectual, this podcast will encourage believers to think biblically and theologically. So please join me as we get ready to stop and think about it. So Glenn, recently we've seen murder, mayhem, and confusion all take place in our world uh, in a matter of months and a few weeks. Uh, we went from corona to chaos. And we did some podcasting concerning the coronavirus and all that entails and how we should think about it biblically. But now it seems like many people aren't talking about the coronavirus, but we're talking about all the chaos with the George Floyd murder, with the rioting in the streets, um, and all that this is entailing the police. And so uh, let's unpack some of these things. We just want to have a very organic uh, back and forth today. So it's going to be a little bit different from what we're generally used to. And for all of our listeners, welcome to another exciting episode of the Stop and Think About It podcast. So bear with us as we kind of take a little bit of a different approach this time. And as we hit some of these current events and how the gospel uh, has an answer for every single one of the issues that people have disparities with in this life. Everything people have issues with ultimately find the perfection in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, thank you for that intro, Phil. Um, I'm a pretty even keeled person and, you know, I'm a student of history. So usually when things happen, I'm the first one to say, hey, you know, we'll get through this. You know, it's happened before. Um, and I think I've been very disturbed, very depressed um, very lethargic about the state of the country, the state of the world. Um, the fact that, you know, I, I know we we know as believers that the whole world is in darkness, but to see it manifested so blatantly um, is a little shocking. But I also feel like, you know, this is the purpose of this podcast, uh, for people to stop and to think about it, right? Um, and I think what's happening now is there's a lot of action and movement and decisions being made without really stopping and clarifying. And I think we just want to spend a little time um, just going over what the biblical response, the biblical view of this is. Now, <clears throat> before we jump in there, I just wanted to say, you know, now I know it's going to be shocking. I watch 
um, Netflix and there's other programs. And one of the things that disturbs me the most, um, just because it's visceral, you know, I mean, there's a lot of theological things that disturb me more. But, you know, on Netflix, for people who have it, I turned it on one day and there's this big splash screen about with all the black movies that they have on there and all the different documentaries about black situations. And I'm just like, really? Uh, you know, I, I can, I have, there's a search function and if I was in the mood for that, I can look it up, but you know, I don't need that to be in my face. Um, my, um, my, my credit card apps, we stand with black lives matter. My <laughs> Geico <laughs> for, for, for the insurance, we stand with black lives matter. The, the Pepsi, I, 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 I don't even understand how Pepsi and Geico, how these companies have anything to do with these issues. And don't forget Amazon. It says the same. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. The the the, the uh, NASCAR, which I don't, not NASCAR, some racing group that have, are outlawing the Confederate flag. I'm not. <laughs> I don't even understand. I don't even know what, what does this have to do with any of this. But but hopefully we'll get to address some of this, though. And and I think Lego is taking police. Lego yes. people off the shelves now. That was a big issue. That was something that was, you know, you know, I, that was the reason why I didn't buy Lego. For, wait, you know, yeah, I do buy Legos for my son, and he would <laughs> love the police. But I guess, I guess these are the things that you know. This one incident, tragic so, as it was, yeah, as is led to all of these things. So I would call this a knee-jerk reaction because I certainly don't think that all of the aforementioned. Uh, groups and entities that we just named really have looked under the covers of the philosophies of the Black Lives Matter movement and groups that are in agreement with their philosophy. And the reason is because I don't think that uh, Amazon is looking to uh, say, you know, what are our views and what are their views and do they match? Uh, I, I don't particularly know the views of Amazon or what have you, but I don't think that many groups are actually have some kind of a standard by which they're judging things. I think they're doing what is philosophically called jumping on the bandwagon. Mm. I think they're doing what's economically expedient so that if we do what seems popular to the culture, then we'll see uh, the culture will see us as supporting the culture and they will stay with us because what happened when Chick-fil-A wanted to come into New York? Um, the founder, from what I understand, had a Christian background. He gave the employees off on Sundays. And I believe in most of the food courts, they made more money than the ones that were open seven days a week. But that's uh, a side note. Um, they were not welcomed, I believe, by Mayor de Blasio in New York no. because of their stance on um, biblical traditional marriage. So it's not like everybody, everybody's view can come to the table and we just tolerate everyone. No, it seems who's ever screaming the loudest, the old adage, and it wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't give one of my cliches, uh, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Right. And that's right, right. what it seems like is happening here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just, just, just the title, Black Lives Matter. Imagine going up there and saying, you know what? I don't believe Black Lives Matter. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's a very good title. Okay, we, we give you that. But once again, I think you made an awesome point. Do the values that they espouse do do they, do they match 
what 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 forget i can't speak for everyone else but does it match the biblical framework by which we we go based off of and and i would say no i would say adamantly no absolutely and i think that the bar of using black lives matter that that bar is set very low Mm -hmm. and it's more of a secular humanist Mm -hmm. uh perspective all right because i remember hold on one second brother secular humanist come on we got to break it down (laughs) do you want me to break it down (laughs) uh sure yeah so secular once again uh, profane. It's not. It's not the religious view, and humanist is the idea that man is the center of the universe. Right? We can go yes. in more in depth, but that's basically it. Yes, it's pushing God out and having a philosophy that God is not a part of. Amen. Yeah. And so the reason I believe that their philosophy is is so low and so beneath uh, and so debased is because the Bible has the ultimate standard. And the Bible shows that God created man in his image. He, in his image, he created them male and female. He created them. And we are all image bearers of God. Uh, I, I don't see anybody speaking in those terms. Now, now you're misunderstanding, right? There are some images that are closer to God than others. That's that's how you're misunderstanding or misapplying that, right? I, and I, look, once again, I don't want to make a light. I don't want to. I'm just saying you. This is the things that I'm hearing every day. Right. I overheard a conversation. I don't want to mischaracterize the person that I'm 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 addressing. I've known since she's very young. I so I'm not being disrespectful, but the, the gist of the conversation was a conversation that she had with someone else, with using the term "all lives matter" and the fact that that term can't be used and that. Um, position cannot be espoused because there's some white supremacist who use it. Right. Right. And, you know, so, 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 so the idea, which is a biblical correct idea that we're all made in the image of God has been distorted because some people's images seem to be worth more. <laughs> um, um, and, 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 I guess I'm a, I can say it, I'm going to be criticized for it, but it, it's the idea that if you're black and brown, then your image is closer to God. And if you're not black and brown, it's farther from God, or you have something to prove. I think we were, you were talking about this before this even started, Phil. I think we should, and we're going to jump around, guys. So I apologize for that. You know, sh- do we have to, in the church, reconcile first? Well, I would say no, that we don't need to reconcile first. I believe we need to walk in the reconciliation that we already have. So if you and I are friends, and there's a problem between us, um, <laughs> we don't have to uh, then um, fix other problems in the world. We need to um, come together and and fix our relationship, but we already have a relationship. So, so, so what you're saying, Phil, is let's say, <laughs> so you're saying the church doesn't need to, because the greater community has uh, some kind of racial issue, Right. Doesn't mean that in the church we first have to we then have to fix the society and make sure everybody in the world is not racist and then we can sit down and start talking about the things of God. Right. First of all, there's no way for you to stop the racism in people's hearts. You're not God and I'm not God. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't change the hearts of humanity. That is a sovereign work of God. No parade, no mm-hmm. protest. No law can change the heart 
of humanity. I have another question for you, Phil. I'm I'm on, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the the host today, right? Okay. So <laughs> you got so, the big head today. <laughs> I got a big head. Um. So so let's say there's a church. Yes. And we, we're from Grace Baptist Church. I'm in Woodhaven, and there's another, and there actually are the churches called exactly like that. It's 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 a little confusing sometimes when you search. And there's a Grace Baptist Church of Wasahaka, right? And in there. They're racist. The pastor is committing adultery. They're robbing the people. Any negative thing you can say. Sure. And then someone goes to that church and they says, you know what? All churches are bad. As people of God, if you're listening and if you're a person of God, how would that make you feel? Would you say that's an accurate assessment of every single Grace Baptist church, of every single Reformed church, of every single Pentecostal church? No, you would say, hey, maybe you just met a couple bad apples. That Logic is being used for one man or several men or a city of men to then apply to every man in the entire world. Very true. I, I don't know how that works. Here's how it works. It's a logical fallacy called the generalization. And so when you say, okay, well, if this church did it, then, then that means all churches are like this. It's kind of like a syllogism. I think we talked about before. Um America has had racism in it. There are churches in America. Therefore, churches in America are racist. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously, right? Yeah, but that syllogism just falls to the ground. I mean, it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason it doesn't work is because you are marrying two things together that don't automatically go together. They they just they just don't automatically fit together. Has there been racism and racist people in churches? Of course there has. And there also have been uh, people who have had in their heart pedophile, pornography, adultery, lying, stealing, um, coveting, uh, coveting. Um, I mean, and you name it. And so if you have a church filled with people, you obviously have a church filled with sin- with sinners because you can't have a church which has no sinners in it because then you would not have a church. Well, Pastor Phil, great points. But guess what? We're not dealing with people who are stopping and thinking, right? Very we have true. People are very emotional, very hyped up. Now, once again, and I'm asking the question to myself, okay, okay, we're talking about it in generalities. And yes, we love the Bible. And, you know, and I'm saying it how from a, from a different perspective. Did you watch the video, Pastor Pastor Phil? Did you see what happened? How can you talk about this in this heady, you know, calm manner? Right. That's the question. Sure. What, what, what do we say to that? So here's what we say to it. Almost on every news channel or any reading that you gave of this, this was the common way it was uh, narrated. Uh, white cop. Uh, somehow murders, not somehow, but we know exactly he put his knee on his neck and for for an extended period of time uh, murders a black man. So that was the narrative that was put out over and over and over and over again. Uh, talking what, about about, the, what about the Asian man that was that was there? No, that didn't count. Okay. Apparently. Got it. Got it. And the black officer that was there, you know, that didn't count. Uh, as well. And and we know that those other officers, they didn't physically put their knee on uh, George Floyd's mm-hmm. neck, but uh, they didn't try to stop the man who was doing it either. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they, there had to be some kind of uh, being complicit um, in not 
simply the crime, but the sin that was committed. Now, and once again, you watch the video. Yep. It's tragic. It is. I, I have not met one person. I have not heard one person who is who has tried earnestly to defend and say, well, it's because of this. And right. it's understandable because of this. Now, obviously, you, you do want to make sense of it. And then there are reasonings and there are police procedures and there may have been uh, mitigating circumstances. Doesn't change the fact that it, you know, looks like murder. Doesn't change the fact that it's a graphic scene that no one can justify um, from a, a, a good heart perspective. Okay, we're all there. We're all there. And, and I think if we left it there, there's nothing to talk about. Right. And But just think about it. The reason that it's wrong, what does the world say is the reason that it's wrong? See, as Christians, we have a reason. The scriptures tells us that thou shall not murder. It also tells us that uh, when people came to John the Baptist and were getting baptized and they were repenting, several groups of people said, what mu- what must we do? And the soldiers were told, basically, don't mm. abuse your power. Right, uh, right. Similar to as Jesus often spoke about the religious leaders, how they lorded it over the people. They abused their religious authorities. Right. And so God would not have anyone in authority abusing their authority. And so I think we absolutely see that sin committed. We see the abuse of authority, sinful. We see murder, uh, sinful. Um, and, you know, but I think that there are certain things that you that you can't necessarily make a judgment upon if you don't know the hearts of humanity. Right, right. And I, and I think that's what I saw. I said, hey, this looks like an abuse of authority. Yes. This looks like something, someone committing murder. Look at, look at the way in which, after eight minutes, this man felt like he could continue to do this. And once again, to talk about the Asian gentleman, sorry to use the terms that they use, but the, 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 the man is there pushing back. He's, 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 he's prolonging that. He's, they were abusing their authority. Yes. He, the, the ambulance had come. He didn't have a pulse. So I thought it was abuse of authority. Now. Yes. That's a biblical way. Hey, taking everything out of the context, what does what is going on here? What's the logical thing? Everyone else, it seems, and I don't want to paint with a broad brush, but the media, um, different people on TV, the rioters, all said, no, 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 this is racism. This right. is this is specifically racism. And I know, and I think we just talked about this. I know the intent of that man's heart. And not only do I know why he did it. The reason why he did it, I also know that it happens in all these other areas, and it's indicative of all these other things. And I don't know if that one incident can be used in that way. Right, right. I would say no, um, because the biblical standard for judgments are having two to three witnesses that are present. And we see that in the book of Deuteronomy. Um, he says at the evidence of two witnesses or three witnesses, the one who is to die shall be put to death. A person shall not be put to death on the evidence of one witness. The hand of the witness shall be first against him to put him to death. And afterwards, the hand of the people. So you shall purge the evil from your midst. Now, if you remember in the trial of Jesus, they didn't have two or three witnesses. I think they had a witness. <laughs> I think they had one. But 
Exactly. They had a false witness. Or, or, or yeah, exactly. They had invalid witnesses. They had people saying things. Surely. But no surely. So they put the most innocent man that has ever lived, the only one that was not only blameless but sinless on the cross. Um, and he did absolutely nothing wrong. And we know that once again, God brought the greatest act uh, for his people in the face of injustice because the death of George Floyd was certainly an injustice, which is sin. There is only justice and injustice. There is no social justice and non-social justice. Um, Injustice is sin, according to God. Uh, The word of God tells us, has he told you, O man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justice. If he tells us to do something, we fail to do it. It's sin. Then he says, and to love kindness. And then he says, and to walk humbly with your God. And when we see a list in the scriptures, I believe it's because all of them need to be together. Right on. Notice there's justice, there's kindness, and there's humility with your God. And so in order to have biblical justice, it has to be in the light of God. In order to love kindness, it has to be in the light of God. In order to walk in humility, it has to be in the light of God because God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And God is ministering through people uh, with humility. Now, as we look at this issue, many people automatically judge the heart of the police officer as racist. My question would be to all the people, how can you possibly know that automatically? Now, what I did not say is, I did not say, how can you know that the man committed injustice? How do you know that the police officer didn't abuse his authority? I didn't say any of those things. The deeds clearly show that that those are sins and realities. Clearly an injustice was committed. Clearly an abuse of power was committed. But the racism issue, how do you know that by a video? Uh, there, There is no way to know that. And that in itself is another sin to go and then uh, mind read and, and, and judge motive and, and, and have all these different things come up into your mind when you, you have no facts. The only person or the only being that would actually know this is God himself. And you know what happens? He <laughs> sends a soul to hell. Yes, he does. His justice is infinite. It is complete. The Bible talks about, look, and I'm talking to Christians here, not being vengeful. The turn to the other cheek means that it, it doesn't mean that we're soft and we won't defend ourselves. It's that is that I'm not going to react in revenge towards the action that you did towards me. Now, you attack my family. That's a different story. But you slap me on the cheek means nothing. I'm not. It's sin in my heart to try to to get you back in a worse way than how you got me. There's a couple things that you said that, that, that hit me immediately. One, the two or three witnesses. Great. Point. Yes. Guess what? Guess what? That man killed George Floyd without that. Boom. Right. I'm done. I, I don't need all of these, you know, deep thoughts on it. Right. He committed murder. Yes. Assuming that the guy was guilty about whatever he was doing, and he may be guilty, may not be guilty. That's not the point. It's it's not within your power to determine his guilt or innocence. And now we're doing the same. Right. We're we're doing the same 
guilty sin that he's committed. And I say we because I'm not absolving myself. I'm not absolving you. We, we, we're doing that. Even in the discussion that we're having, we're, we're being very careful, but at the same time, we are making judgment. Sure. But once again, you made a great point. We are not disputing the abuse of power. Right. We're not as bu- uh, uh, disputing the murder. We're not disputing all of the logical things that people seem to be throwing up out there as proof of the thing that we cannot prove. Right. It becomes another syllogism, just like when we said before, um, America has race has had racism in it or has racism in it. Churches are in America. Therefore, churches are racist. The syllogism just doesn't follow. Jesus told us, do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. And so if you don't have witnesses, then you can't say someone is racist mm-hmm. in as the motive for why they did something. Now, if there was evidence of that, then we would have to agree. But many people decide things in the courtroom of popular opinion. In their own minds, they've decided if someone is racist or not because of the way that, you know, they looked at me a certain way or they they said something and I took it this way. Listen, if you say something offensive to me or if I take it as offensive and I say, well, Glenn, you know, um, you said this and then you go, whoa, 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 hang on. I, I did not mean it in that way. If I said, well, I took it like this. But I didn't mean it that way. Then what I need to do is I need to think the best of you, right? And believe your word that you did not mean what you said in the way that I took it. Now, that's the biblical view. Yes. We're we're dealing with a lot of different views here. And the, the, the thing that's depressing to me is, no, let's go to the base, the worst, the the, 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 the most disturbing thing. And let's focus on that and harp on that. And you know what? Yes, in a, in a way, this is, this, this is apropos because we as believers are telling the world that we're bathed in sin, that we're enemies of God. And now they're admitting, yeah, everybody's enemies of God. But then they do this little trick where their recognition of it somehow absolves them. Right. And it, it, it's, 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 it's chaos. But, 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 I want to go back to this point. Okay, we've, we've got undeniable proof. We were able to read his mind. We were able to go back to his psychology of his childhood. He wrote in his text message that day, I'm going to kill a black man. Like, we, we prove the racism. What does that matter? It, does it bring George Floyd back? No. Does it, does it stop all the, the insanity that's going on? No. Nope. Does it change the hearts of humanity and somehow uh, make the hearts of humanity clean and pure in God's sight? No, no. It doesn't take away the abuse of power. It doesn't take away the murder. It doesn't take away all the things that happened and all the different people that helped make it happen. No, no. So, 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 but the problem is we're stuck on this treadmill. Well, if you think that, if, if, if you don't accept white privilege, if you don't accept uh, uh, all these different terms and different things, then you're a part of the problem. Yes. And you are, and, you, and, and, and the, the argument becomes, you don't believe racism exists at all. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I don't think the racism is systemic. I don't think every single time there's a, a color disparity, I, I like that, a color disparity between the two people that automatically makes it some kind of microcosm of the of everybody. Right. I, I, I personally am 
as upset or more upset at the 17 people that were killed in Chicago the other day, right? Yeah, there were black people killing other black people, but I think that now if if and I, and I'm not for rioting and protesting, but if there was a national protest saying we got to stop killing each other, right? 17 black people who are being shot and it not being a major issue, that's concerning to me. Right. And and right. And, 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 and and so so if you want to talk about injustice if you want to talk about disparities if you want to talk about the ills of society there's a lot of places to go knocking sure and you know the only solution that i've ever heard of to solve all these things tell me (laughs) the lord jesus christ because he's the only one that's the only way to stop any of the isms that you think are, are plaguing us right because to be submitted to him to be under his authority removes and I'm, and and we're going to talk about that in a minute and I want you to address that because that's going to be some of the church things that are going on you have it ha- it logically follows that you if you are a true servant of Christ then, then 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 there's a process of which all of these things are being removed from you and that's the only solution to all these things that they're doing not marching not rioting not looting not you know the constant bickering that we have in between us it's the recognition that one we're image bearers of Christ yes we are all right? of us are. All of us are. Yes. And that, and that what the black brothers and sisters and Asian and all the different flavors that you want to mention need is not racial reconciliation, but a reconciliation with God. Yes. And picture a pyramid. And at, at the top, obviously, you have the point, And at the bottom, you have the other two angles. Right. Picture that Glenn and I were each on one one side or the other of the triangle. And now let's say God, if you will, is at the top. The worship of God is at the top. As we move closer to the Lord, what happens to Glenn and I? We move closer to one another. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's a weak illustration, but I believe as people come to Christ, that they come together uh, as a byproduct. That doesn't mean that we eat the same foods. Uh, that doesn't mean we listen to all the same music, but we worship the same Christ. And we have the ultimate thing that joins us as one. We have the Lord Jesus Christ. And people try to unite over all kinds of things in the world, music and sports and entertainment and etc. But not everybody likes this music. And not everybody likes that kind of entertainment. But all those that come to Christ are reconciled together with their creator through the Lord Jesus and with one another. Listen to what Ephesians uh, chapter two tells us. For we are his workmanship. And that word is poema, where we get the word poem or poetry from. So we are God's poetry in the world. Mm-hmm. We are the crowning glory of his creation uh, above the animals, above the trees, above the stars. We're the crowning glory of all that God has made. Created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And then he goes on to uh, talk about the Gentiles and the Jews and the hostility and the wall that came down and that we were brought who were once far off near by the blood of Christ. And God took two groups of people that couldn't stand each other the Jews and the Gentiles, and they brought, and he brought them together as one in Christ. Think about the Samaritans. How did the Jews feel about the Samaritans? Not so very, they weren't high on the totem pole. 
they they were like like less than human to the Jews. And God started bringing all these groups together and made them one in Christ. We look at humanity in terms of groups. There's this group. There's that group. Uh, we talk about the white community, the black community, the Hispanic community, the Asian community, uh, you know, and, and all these other communities, right? But really, there are not different races of people. There is one race, the human race. And I know I beat that drum a lot, and I'll beat it till the day I die. Mm. Because if there are different races of people, um, then they can't get married and procreate because they're a different species of people. <laughs> <laughs> but you can be black and Chinese, get married, and, and have Chinese black kids. So, so, so they're really ethnicities. They're wow. ethnicities. And that's yeah. why the scriptures tells us, go into all the world and make disciples of all the nations of the earth. And the word nations is the word ethnos, which is where we get the word ethnicity from. So we're supposed to go into all the world, preach the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And as God saves people, we disciple them, we train them to become like Christ. And we see a tapestry of people made in the image of God, now walking in the image of Jesus Christ himself, in their character, in their attributes, in their actions, in the way that they love others, in the way they treat one another, in the way they bear with one another, in the way they love one another. Now, does that mean there's never problems in the church, never disagreements with one another? No, it doesn't mean that at all. It doesn't mean that at all. That would be like saying, are there ever problems in your family? Of course they are, <laughs> right? But we have a way to reconcile relationships and through the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, and, and I love what you're saying. And to just attack this race thing. Now, what we're not saying, we accept that there are different ethnicities. I, I am Jamaican. I was born in Jamaica. It's, 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 it means a lot to me that I have this culture and this group of people and I have a sure. family and generations and we've done things in a certain way. And I'm, and I'm very, um, I don't like to use the word proud, but I'm very, I'm very, it, it brings joy to me to know that. I'm not yeah. disavowing that. Right, you know that I, you know that I grew up in Brooklyn, in 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 the, the Caribbean neighborhood, and you know there's certain things to a certain music and certain foods. I'm very um, um, partial to that. Sure, right, and so and so and so and the and and the God made us different in that way, right? We should that that is something that that no one is saying. Let's forget that when we say we're all one in the image of God, we're not saying well we we all become this one vanilla ice cream flavor we can be different and and these differences are actually beautiful things right yes because we're not we're not called to be colorblind right 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 i, right. I, I can't stand when people say well you listen i don't see any colors yeah. listen god made a tapestry of people with all different shades and sizes and mm. and, and the like and to act like we don't see that <laughs> I mean, you do have to be blind not to see that. Yeah. We're not called to be colorblind. Yeah. You know, you say, man, you know, God gave some beautiful melanin to my brother, Glenroy, and I got yeah. less. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and and the Apostle Paul, he wanted to see all Israel saved. Uh -huh. and, and there was nothing wrong with him wanting to see, uh, you know, people from his own ethnicity saved. Now, that didn't mean that he didn't want to see everybody saved because uh -huh. he was an apostle to the Gentiles. Right, to which, right. apart from Christ, Paul would have hated the Gentiles as well. We know he hated Christians because he was out murdering them until God knocked him down, blinded him. And then it was the first time he was able actually to see. And now he became a missionary from a murderer to a missionary through and by 
the resurrected Christ and the gospel. Now, now I learned something. Um, Tell me what you learned, brother. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in my early 20s, we're having this discussion. I forgot how we started it. Okay. Where, we, where someone was arguing, well, you know, there's no such thing as a white person. And I'm like, what do you mean? You're white. I can, I can see it right there. And he started saying, yeah, you know, we're Irish, we're Scottish, we're German, we're French, we're all. And I'm like, what do you, I'm, yeah, and I mean, those are countries. I, no, no, he's like, no, you know, they're, they're, we're not one big group that decides things together you know the 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 irish if you look at if you study history they were they were below black people they were mistreated greatly right right and 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 different groups and to this day there are people who make fun of irish people as you know for drinking and jewish people for money and it's 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 not this one amalgamation and so 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 just like there are jamaicans and haitians and and trinidadians and and people from nigeria and all black people would not consider themselves all the same thing you know some people down down south eat they eat different foods they speak a different way you know yeah we share a general ethnicity but then there's a lot of breaks in that and and i I think we we got to understand that it's not a monolith if a Jamaican, if a person who was Jamaican, who grew up in my neighborhood, who lived really close to me in my zip code, did something, it does not mean that I did it. Right. Right. So, so that, so I just want to separate some of this stuff and 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 and, and 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 go back to what you were saying about this biblical principle: God, we're in the image of God. One, we're made in this beautiful tapestry. Two, but before you even go back, I don't want to lose this thing about the church. And I'm telling you, there's there's this big push and movement and for anyone here listening and saying yeah just you know that's happening in the world but the church is united that's not true that is not true because what's one of the things that they're arguing right now diversity in the church yes and so i just want to jump back and then continue on where we are now many people want you know all black people have to like think a certain way remember what joe biden recently said he said if you Y'all don't vote, if you don't vote for me Y'all ain't black. (laughs) As if all black people are supposed to vote a certain way because they can't think for themselves. You know, all Caucasian people don't vote a certain way. Hispanic people don't vote a certain way. Uh, People are individuals. That would be like saying, well, if you don't like this flavor ice cream, then you're not this. Uh, Listen, everybody's got different flavors that they like and don't like. Um, but, you know, Joe Biden will certainly get some kind of a walk for that. You know, he won't, uh, you know, he won't pay the penalty that if others said it, oh, man, it would be a, it would be a, uh, you know, to use the metaphor, be, you know, like a lynching, if you will. Now, now, now Phil, you got it. Once again, he said ain't. So that makes it all right. <laughs> That's right. He just, he threw in that little blackism, right? Right. Because once again, not saying the right words and shortening it. And, and 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 everyone is black from the south you know it, it, the whole thing is it's 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 you're perpetuating things that are not true in the process of showing how much you're with black people you just marginalize a whole bunch of us who decides your mission statement and is your mission the same as that of the world god's church has a completely different mission than that of the world So, how can God's people ever take their query from or jump on the worldly bandwagon? The saints are not called to make decisions according to the court of popular opinion. As we covered in the past, Jesus never told us not to judge, but rather he taught us how to judge. We have no reason to make leaps and make judgments about things we have no evidence for. Jesus called us to make a righteous judgment about all things. 
And to do that, we must use the only mechanism of truth that God gave to his people. We must look through the lens of God's word. Thank you for taking this time to stop and think about it. If you would like to contact us, please email us at stopandthinkcrew at gmail.com. You could also visit our website at www.stopandthinkpodcast.com. This podcast is listener supported by generous people like you. You can give a tax deductible donation at our affiliate ministry at www.soulfishyministries.org and click on our donate link to give securely through PayPal. Thank you for listening to Stop and Think About It.